Welcome back to Words to Lead By. I'm Linda Parkhouse. I usually think about setting goals at the start of each new year. Do you? My husband and I set mutual goals many of the first 20 years of our marriage. We would agree on them after discussion, then work toward accomplishing them through the year. I think we stopped because we had so many similar goals year by year and didn't feel the need to discuss that we were going to do them. I've heard that people are now making intentions, not goals. But as an older person, I'm just going to say that seems silly to me. Goal, intention, if you work toward them, they're the same. Of course, we can set goals that require someone or something outside of our available resources, but I don't think those are goals. Those are dreams. Goals are something I write down, review regularly, and take intentional steps towards. I don't know where you land on this idea, but today I want to talk about setting some life goals that will take you wherever you want to end up in life. When we know where we want to end up, we make choices along the way that move us to the destination we have set. Do you know what you value in life? Do you know what you want people to say about you when you die? I don't think it's morbid to think about these things because it's the way we get to a place that they do say good things about us at the end of our lives. When I was young, I wanted to be a lot of things, a performing artist, a teacher, a doctor, a wife, and a mom. Those are nice things to want, but without choosing to achieve them, they wouldn't happen. Notice that some of my goals required other people to fulfill them. I needed a fan base to become a performing artist, and I needed a man to think me worth marrying to be a wife. Some goals are within your control, and some will be affected by other people's choices. I recommend that you set goals that you have some control over. Then put yourself on the path of dreams that require other participation, and then watch God work in your life. When I was in college, lost in the what will I become, between what I thought I would do and the present reality once I got there, I realized that if I became a person of quality, then what I choose to be for a profession would not change my goals. I decided to choose my life goals based on Bible verses. I had been reading the Bible pretty regularly, most days actually, and whenever some verses jumped off the page at me, I would pause and ask God if those were things he wanted to do in my life. And then if I felt like the answer was yes, I would underline them and make a note in the back of my Bible, yes, a paper Bible, that um, that was a life goal or a life verse. So that's how I chose them. And I'll give you the list. You can find them written out on my blog post at lindaparkhouse.org. But it's Psalm 51, 10 to 17. And that's where David, after realizing he's really messed up, um, he's had committed adultery and murdered the woman's husband so he can have her um, pretty messy. Uh, but he says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And he goes on to say that at one point, he hopes that God would restore him to the point where he could tell people about God's ways. 
And in Proverbs 31, 10 to 31, as a young woman, I imagined that I would be this wonderful wife. It used to say, uh, um, a good wife is worth more than jewels. Well, in some translations now, it says a valiant woman is. But that really now I have come to understand is a picture of wisdom and of living a wise life. And I really, um, there are lots of things in that passage. Go look it up. There's some cool things about it. Titus 2, 3 through 5 talks about what older women will be. And I chose that when I was a young woman. But I wanted to become what that list of qualities and characteristics was. Similarly, in 2 Timothy 2, 22 to 26, and 3, 14 and 15, there were some more character traits that I wanted to have as part of my life. And then 1 Timothy 4, 11 to 16, Psalm 107, 20 talks about God healing me. And I added that one many years later, probably 20 years later, along with Jeremiah 1, 9 and Mark 2, 22. If you care to, you can go look all those things up again on my webpage. You'll see all those listed. I can see now that I'm older that God has been molding me into the person in these Bible passages. The details have changed some. Instead of a doctor, I became a registered dietitian. I am a wife and a mom, but I'm a pastor too and a friend. And I've even had some fans of my musical talent through the years. Have I been perfect? Nope. I've just been moving toward the goal of being the woman who is wise, plans ahead, is strong and beautiful inside, is praised by her kids and her husband, is a teacher of God's truths, and on and on. If you've been listening to other episodes, you know I like to close with action points. We can learn things, but if we don't apply them, we are not transformed. So here goes. First, decide who you want to become. Put words on it. Refine it. Choose Bible verses if that suits you. Then ask God to make you that person. Second, take one step toward one of the character traits you want to become and learn consistency in it. I once had the courage to ask God to make me patient, and he has, but I had to learn it over time. So, like me, this will take time and practice. Don't give up. Keep trying, and you'll see improvement. Third, review your vision for your life often. Remind yourself who you want to be so you keep moving in that direction. If this was helpful to you, please leave a review where you subscribe to podcasts. If you think someone else would enjoy it, please share it with them. Catch you next time on Words to Lead By.